Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. You do sweat more when you use natural deodorant, mm-hmm. but that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hope your your listeners know that. I always forget that people still like are might be adverse to the idea of sweating mm-hmm. when ultimately like that's something that it's such an important process that our bodies go through to detoxify. And so with conventional deodorant, not only are we putting junk into our armpits, we're also like blocking our pores and not letting anything out when mm-hmm. it's really it's supposed to be. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. Hey, Bethany, welcome to She. Hey, Jordan. So good to be here. Thank you for having me on. You are so welcome. So excited to be here. Thank you for coming on. I am so excited to just have this conversation. This is one that I've really been looking forward to. But before we dive into all of that, can you just share a little bit of your background? What got you interested in holistic and clean skincare? And then ultimately, what led you led you to start Primally Pure? Yeah, I'd love to. So like I think a lot of us, I grew up with acne in junior high and high school. I struggled with it. I went the conventional route 100%. Any commercial that I saw on TV that promised clear skin, I was buying that face wash or whatever it was. Um, I'd kind of tried everything. I was seeing a conventional dermatologist and just kept hitting dead ends. The products, um, maybe some of them gave me short-term results, but none of them really helped to improve the health of my skin. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I would get, my skin would get worse in a way. Like maybe my acne would be better for a few weeks, but then I would experience redness and irritation and sensitivity. So I always felt like there had to be something deeper to all of this, whether that was diet related or what I didn't know at the time, but I just felt like there had to be something more going on. But I was continuous, continuously told, nope, this is totally genetic genetics like that's the only factor involved and they're the only thing you can do are continue to take these pills or use these creams or whatever it was at the time that I was trying so that's what I did for several years and it wasn't until I was in college I was working at Trader Joe's at the time and the co-worker recommended using jojoba oil on my skin and that was a product we sold at Trader Joe's so I bought it that day I used it that night in place of, I think I was using a Clinique moisturizer at the time. I used it in place of that. And the next morning I woke up, my skin felt so balanced and glowy. And, 
you know, I think a lot of us that have struggled with acne at any point or oily skin, we're afraid of using oils on our skin. We think that'll make it worse when in reality, like I know now that using these really harsh products can strip away your skin's natural oil barrier, causing it to overproduce oil. So I didn't know that at the time, but I trusted my friend. I used it. I was blown away by the results and I kept using it. I, that was kind of all I had to go off at the time. I didn't make any, a lot of other changes, but I kept using the jojoba oil. And a few years later, I started to learn about diet and how different foods can impact skin health. So I changed my diet. I cut out processed foods. I cut out conventional dairy. I cut out um, gluten and most grains. And after I did that, noticed a really big improvement in the health of my skin. So then a light bulb went off again. And I was like, okay, I've, I've had things so wrong with how I've been eating for my entire life. And there's this jojoba oil thing when I made that change. So like, what else is going on that I don't know about? And so I started digging into some of the other products I was using. I looked at my deodorant. I looked at, you know, my, how I was washing my face and moisturizing my face and, and all sorts of things. And I was really surprised by what I found. I think most of us assume that if something is being sold on a shelf anywhere, that it's been rigorously tested and that it's safe to use and all of that. But I was really surprised to find that that's not the case. And deodorant was, I think, the biggest shocker for me because mm-hmm. it has so many things that um, that we just don't want to be applying to our skin, much less in such a sensitive, absorptive area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things like aluminum that that have been known to, aluminum has been known to be linked to Alzheimer's disease and parabens, which in one study, parabens were found in 99% of breast cancer tumors that were sampled. So those things that we're absorbing really are ending up in our bloodstream. They're affecting us. And um, so I started, you know, just looking in my kitchen and thinking, okay, what can I swap out just with things that I already have? And I made several swaps that way. I started using baking soda and coconut oil in place of my antiperspirant. And that actually worked amazingly well. I started using different oils. I experimented with a lot of different oils to not only moisturize my skin, but cleanse my skin. And I was just learning a lot, doing a lot of experimenting. I eventually placed a $250 order for ingredient supplies containers. I then started just experimenting with making things like lip balm and deodorant in stick form. Mm -hmm. And this was back in 2012, I believe. Um, Yeah, maybe 2013. So there weren't a whole lot of natural products on the market Mm -hmm. back then. I was just kind of winging it. And I wanted my husband to start, you know, using this like natural deodorant concoction, but he wasn't interested in dipping his fingers in like coconut oil and baking soda. So that I was like, okay, I have to figure out the deodorant, have to figure out how to make a natural stick deodorant. So that was kind of first big undertaking. Um, And I had lots of friends and family try my deodorant and try the other products I was working on. And then people were like wanting to order more. So that Mm. got me excited. And that was all from the initial $250 order. And I just kind of kept slowly growing this little hobby business of mine Mm -hmm. over the course of a couple of years until in 2015, I officially launched Primally Pure. And from there, we've just grown um, really naturally over the last six plus years. Now I have a team of 30 plus employees. Mm -hmm. We do everything under one roof at our headquarters in Southern California. We have a team of skincare chefs who make the products. We ship the products out of our headquarters. We 
do customer service, marketing. Um, we have a spa at our headquarters. So that all happens in one place. And um, yeah, it's been such a wild journey. And I'm just really proud of of where we're at and of what we do. Wow. It's so just fascinating to me, the 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 real process as to how this all is born. Because, you know, you I feel like Primally Pure has really made a splash, especially on social media and and over the last couple of years, really. And I think, you know, we might look at that and go like, oh, it's already, you know, it's always been there. And just hearing the real story behind how this got started, what inspired it, your real personal experience and journey is just so inspiring to me. And as somebody who cares about this type of thing and also has an entrepreneurial brain, I'm just like, this just <laughs> totally resonates. I just love it so much. Um, Thanks. Yeah, there it was a very real. And yeah. like nothing, nothing was fancy. I was literally driving around to coffee shops and hair salons, picking up old magazines and newspapers so I could shred those mm. and stuff packages with them. It was like handwriting addresses on our boxes. So mm. yes, it started off very DIY. Yeah, totally. And I completely understand that, 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 that starting <laughs> point. But I would love if you can share, you mentioned a little bit of this and I wanted to circle back to it after you were done sharing your story a little bit. What are some of the dangers that we're seeing with a lot of the conventional products in stores? How can they affect our health and what kind of ingredients do they contain that can be concerning and that we should be looking out for? Yeah, so many things. I mean, there are, I think that there are certain ingredients that are gaining more recognition as ingredients to avoid like parabens and phthalates and fragrance, heavy metals, but these can take on so many different names in different forms. And there are always new chemicals being engineered that are going in our products. And I think one thing to for people that's important for people to know is that there are tens of thousands of ingredients on the market today. And out of all of those, only about 20% of them have ever been tested for safety. And with the average woman applying 168 unique chemicals to her body every single day, there's just so much room for for us to be compromised through those ingredients. You know, historically, this is such a new thing in the last several decades that we are using so many different chemicals on our body. It's almost like an experiment Mm -hmm. that a lot of us are a part of. And, And if you consider like the health of our general population and the rates of sickness and disease and how they're quickly they're skyrocketing. I would solve that. I would say that it's an experiment that's not going very well. Mm-hmm. And there are so many things there, there are toxins all around us. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's overwhelming. If you start to think about how surrounded we are by toxins in our everyday environment, mm-hmm. you know, there's EMFs from our phone, there's toxins in the air we're breathing and water and our products and the foods. And it's, it's overwhelming. It's a lot to think about. But I think that it's important to do what we can in the areas that we can control. And by doing that, it's going to have such a big impact on our health. And I think a lot of people think like, well, you know, the poison is in the dose and there's not enough of these, you know, toxic ingredients in our personal care products to really have an impact. But When we're thinking about the frequency at which we are applying these ingredients to our skin, most of us every single day over the course of a lifetime, that can really put a big toxic burden on your body. And, you know, everyone has different, if we think about toxic load in terms of cups, like we all have these, these cups that start out virtually empty at the time of, um, 
when we're when we're born. Because mm-hmm. um, sadly, that's not as much the case anymore. Because even from birth, we're exposed to so many chemicals in the womb. But let's say they're virtually empty at the time we're born. The rate that we are taking in toxins is quicker than the rate that we are we're designed to detoxify ourselves mm-hmm. from all of those chemicals. And everyone's cup is has a different um, height, let's say. Like, so some of us have, some of us have reached the top of our toxic loads quicker than others. And once we, once we fill those cups up to the top, things start to overflow and we might have a symptom that pops up and that looks differently for different people, depending on what we're genetically predisposed to. But, you know, eventually living in, living a modern American lifestyle, like most of us do without giving any thought to this stuff, the cup is going to get full at some point and things are going to start overflowing and that's going to show up in the form of various unwanted health problems. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I just hope that people can think about that and feel empowered to make changes in the areas they have control over, mm-hmm. not overwhelmed by it. And it's not something that anyone needs to completely overhaul immediately. It's something that it can be a journey. It has to be a journey. There's no way that you can do everything at once, but right. Yeah, when I started to learn about this stuff, I just felt really excited to to make changes that I knew would positively impact my future and the future of of those who I love and care about and want to be there for. Yeah, I completely agree. And I love that you said it's it's really a journey and it's a one step at a time thing. Something else that you had touched on, you said something about fragrance. Can we pause there for a second? Because I think this is something that a lot of people find themselves a little bit confused by. Like, what's wrong with fragrance? And why would fragrance be con- you know, dangerous? Or why is that yeah. something to look out for? And I've read before that fragrance in a consumer product can have like up to 80,000 different chemicals that haven't been tested. Is that true? What do you know about fragrance? And why is that something that we should be on the lookout for? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good one. It is fragrances are not... Um, regulated, they're protected as a trade secret by the FDA. Mm. So a company can slap that on their label, slap the term fragrance or perfume on their label, and no one is investigating what is Making what is fragrance. in that. So, yes, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, that that term under that blanket term can be, like you said, thousands and thousands of different ingredients mm-hmm. just in that one term, fragrance. Mm. So. It's it's just nuts when you think about it. And the Environmental Working Group actually just did a study on what makes up those fragrances. And I think they found that 75% of the ingredients that make up fragrances are actually contain endocrine disrupting chemicals, so chemicals that disrupt our hormonal balance. Yeah. So, and even a lot of natural products, I see this a lot. A lot, or a lot of products that call themselves natural mm-hmm. will still list fragrance as as something that is in their products. Mm-hmm. And I think that is just an easy one across the board. If you see a product that has fragrance, like it's a no-go. Mm-hmm. Um, the chances are there are going to be ingredients in that product that will disrupt your hormonal balance, that will also be skin irritants. And it just blows my mind how many face products, like just knowing how many people deal with different sensitivities mm-hmm. to to these chemical ingredients. Um, it blows my mind that there are so many face products that use fragrances because to me it's like it's just such an easy one just mm-hmm. to to not to not include in your product. And there's just the chances that are that people will love it and, you know, not be 
irritated by it are just going to be so much higher without fragrance. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, People like their smells. <laughs> it's true. It's so fascinating. I mean, well, and that was, you touched on this and I was going to ask about it, you know, in addition to the regulation issues with not enough regulation, even just around simply fragrance, not even other various issues. We also see a lot of issues with how product, products are marketed, like kind of what you had touched on mm-hmm. when it comes to labels. Like a lot of things are labeled organic or natural or made from plants. What do these different terms mean and how can we be more conscious consumers when it comes to choosing safer ingredients? Do you have any tips on learning how to read those labels or no? I mean, you touched on, you know, if it says fragrance, that's a no-go, but you know, is there a good place to look up the safety of various ingredients? What do you tend to recommend as you are consuming or as you're shopping for yourself? Um, what have you found in terms of how do I figure out if this product that's labeled as organic or natural, if it's actually reliable and truly safe? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, you asked, like, what do those labels mean? And sadly, very little, um, very little, just like these ingredients aren't being regulated. Also, these marketing claims are not being regulated. Like no one is checking if a company says like made with organic ingredients that they are telling the truth in making that claim. Um, and actually, this is interesting. A few years ago, um, a company, Dr. Bronner's, who I'm kind of friends with, the Dr. Bronner's family, and they had filed a lawsuit against another company for claiming to, for them claiming that their products were made with organic ingredients when they weren't. And the lawsuit mm-hmm. was filed for like a dollar. Like they weren't trying to make money off of yeah. it, but they were just trying to prove a point yeah. that like this no one is checking this and it's just, it's really misleading to, Mm -hmm. to consumers to, to make claims like that. So yeah, it can be, it can be so confusing and overwhelming. And that's kind of why we always advocate for rather than chasing this never ending list of ingredients to avoid in your products, um, rather than doing that, purchase products made with ingredients that you know and recognize. And that's kind of what what our niche is, is just creating products that are made with ingredients that most people like you can look at the back of our labels and know they are what they say they are. They're, they're not these long chemical names that you have to look up to decipher whether or not they're safe. Like you can pronounce them. You, you, you can understand what they are just by looking at them. Yeah. Um, but there are things that, that are more difficult to do that with. So like shampoos, for instance, and a lot of makeup, um, that can be more difficult. So there are great resources like the Environmental Working Group and Think Dirty, where you can actually look up specific ingredients and they'll kind of give you a rating scale of how safe or not safe those ingredients are. Um, but just some other like basic, easy things for people that are just wanting a few quick tips to kind of decipher the safety of mm-hmm. ingredients or products are if you're at the store and you see a product that says like made with coconut oil mm-hmm. and then you flip the label around and maybe it does have coconut oil, but it's like the 20th ingredient mm-hmm. under a long list of chemicals, which are listed in order of greatest to least in terms of concentration in the product. Oh, um, yeah, that is, it's such a, such a sneaky marketing tactic that a lot of companies use or yeah, there's also the, the idea of like looking at the first five ingredients on the label and if you can pronounce those and if you know what those first five ingredients are, there's definitely a better chance that that product is going to be cleaner, safer. And then, yeah, 
like I said, those other resources like Think Dirty and EWG can be really helpful. Think Dirty has an app. I don't know if EWG does. Do you know? Um, okay, wait, I have a question about Think Dirty. Think Dirty, now that you said this. Yeah. I have heard, and this is where I'm like getting, I've gotten mixed reviews about it because I've heard that it was bought out by a bigger company recently, so it may not be as reliable anymore. Oh, have you heard that? I'm like... I'm a little skeptical of Think Dirty now just because I've heard that, but I need to verify that fact. So that is something to look into no, if you're going to use that I'll one. Definitely, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely look into that. I, I could be wrong. So again, it's just an observation, but I've heard that recently and I'm like, hmm, I wonder if that's true. Because that's the other thing I think that's tricky about this whole, if you're trying to be more conscious, it's also knowing like, okay, you know, a lot of these companies that will make these claims, like you said, sometimes it's because they started off great and then they were bought out or bigger, you know, there's more... Um, like more room for greenwashing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think sometimes with these bigger companies that will get involved, sometimes that can make it questionable. Is it still as reliable as it once was? Mm -hmm. And that's where it's like, okay, just do your due diligence, look into things, which I need to do, you know, regularly. And it can be hard. I mean, it takes some effort. That's why I think even with what you're saying, it's like, try and have a grace-based approach. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect. It's just try to make better, one better decision at a time. But I just, I recently learned that. So I was like, I don't know if that's actually accurate, but yeah, I do think it's no, worth I'm glad you said that. learning I'm about. <laughs> I'm definitely going to look into that. Yeah. Did you know that over 80% of grass-fed meat in stores is actually from other countries? Did you know that the product of USA tag has actually kind of been stolen in a way? Here's why. Other countries can actually process their meat here after it has been born, raised, and all the things, and then they can label it like it came from the USA when in reality it did not. Because these labeling laws that favor foreign imported meat, over 100,000 independent American farms and ranches have closed since 2015. But thankfully, I recently discovered a brand called Good Ranchers, and Good Ranchers is here to put American farms first at the dinner table and support the farmers that work to raise the meat we eat. Several months ago, Matt and I learned about Good Ranchers and immediately wanted to give it a try because, one, we loved their mission of supporting local American farms and ranches, and two, we had heard great things about the quality of their meat, their ground beef and chicken and steak and just the high-quality product that they offer. And so anyways, we decided to give this a try. Loved it. It's convenient because it shows up to your door every single month. You know you're doing something good to support local farms and ranches or American farms and ranches. And it's an easy way to do that, especially if the whole idea of like, okay, I want to support local farms, but where do I even begin with that? And do I need to join a co-op? And what's a herd share and all the different things that can be a little bit confusing. This is convenient, but super effective way to support local farms and ranches eating the meals you need to be eating anyway. And it's super affordable too. That's a huge thing that I love. So if you want to check this out, if you want to try it, go to goodranchers.com slash Jordan. You can get up to 55% off on different boxes. Those discounts kind of vary depending on the different product, but great discounts just on the product itself. Great prices. Secondly, you'll get free shipping. And if you use my code Jordan at checkout, you'll get an additional $20 off at the checkout. So once you go through the, the order process, you'll see that an additional $20 has been taken off. So great prices, great quality, and a great mission. I had to share it with you. Go to goodranchers.com slash Jordan and use the code Jordan at checkout. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer, upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. 
Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like, these are incredible. Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, You can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low tox and non-tox ingredients. And it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. One other thing I wanted to know, and and the reason I wanted to ask even just about the labels and how these are are made and how to understand some of the ingredients and all of that is because obviously I know that your company focuses on making and actually creating products with safe ingredients. And so I'd be curious if you can share, what does it actually look like to create these products? Are they made by hand? Are they, you know, how, how does it work to make effective and safe products for skincare, you know, deodorant, et cetera? Yeah, our products are still made by hand. We, I mean, we use a few pieces of equipment, like just to heat products. And um, I mean, mostly that's that's what our equipment does. It 
It heats some of the products that we make, Mm -hmm. but yeah, everything is manual. We have a team of skincare chefs that work out of our headquarters. So real people are making the products. A lot of love and hard work is going into making these products. And um, yeah, we're just, we're really proud of that. Wow. That's awesome. I would love if you can share too, you know, we talked a little bit about the standards you try to meet with your products, obviously given your background and all the trial and error that you experienced and what you were looking for. But what would you say, especially when it comes to deodorant, because this is a question I get asked about a lot, is just like, what's a safe deodorant? What ingredients make your deodorant different? I would love if you can share, um, you know, a lot of your products have various different ingredients that are shared among those. But I'd love if you can just share what makes your deodorant different and why. Yeah, I'd love to. So like I mentioned earlier, really anyone who wants to transition to or transition away from a traditional deodorant or or antiperspirant, you can just use coconut oil and baking soda. It'll work Mm. great. And like baking soda works wonders in terms of eliminating odor and coconut oil is a good, um, has antibacterial properties. So it's a good Mm. carrier oil to kind of mix with that. Mm. But, um, you know, our deodorant does have a lot of bonus ingredients that make it just a more enjoyable product to use as well as more effective. So one ingredient that we have that a lot of conventional or a lot of other natural deodorants don't have is tallow from grass fed cows. Hmm. And the reason we include that is because like I said, baking soda works wonders for eliminating and preventing odor, Mm -hmm. but it can also be irritating for a lot of people. It can be really abrasive and the pH can be irritating. So we actually use naturally mined baking soda. So it is finer than a lot of the baking sodas that are in other natural deodorants. That's one good thing. And then we also use tallow, which is rich in vitamins A, D, E, and K, making it incredibly nourishing. Those are ingredients that plant-based, or sorry, nutrients that plant-based ingredients just simply don't contain in anywhere close to the same concentrations. Mm -hmm. And so our deodorant is incredibly nourishing and healing because it has tallow from grass-fed cows. So that kind of further reduces the risk of people experiencing irritation from the baking soda in the, in the deodorant. And then we also use things like arrowroot powder and kaolin clay. The kaolin clay also helps reduce any sensitivities. Mm. And that, that as well as arrowroot powder also help to absorb some of the um, some of the, our sweat in our mm. underarms. And you, you do sweat more when you use natural deodorant, mm-hmm. but that's a good thing. Mm. Um, I, I hope your your listeners know that. I always forget that people still like are might be adverse to the idea of sweating mm. when ultimately like that's something that it's such an important process that our bodies go through to detoxify. And so with conventional deodorant, not only are we putting junk into our armpits, we're also like blocking our pores and not letting anything out when mm. it's really it's supposed to be it's supposed to come out. Yeah. Um so yeah, a little side note, a little tangent, but yeah. Another other things that we do in our deodorant are we use um, really powerful essential oils for um, not only just making, adding like a nice scent to our deodorant, but that also have powerful healing properties. Our tea tree is really high in antibacterial properties. Mm -hmm. It's actually my favorite deodorant that we sell. Mm -hmm. And um, we have a charcoal deodorant. So that one works really well to absorb odor and toxins and kind of detoxes your pits um, while also acting as a deodorant. 
Hmm. So yeah. Interesting. It's so fascinating to learn like what actually goes into this stuff. I know a lot of your products also have something called and I'm going to completely mispronounce this. It's is it Bacucho? Bacucho? How do I say that? No, I know what you're talking about. I actually don't know how to say it. Either. Okay, great. That makes me feel so much better. Great. We're going to call it Bacucho. I, mean, I always Bacuccio. like every time I say it, I fumble over it. I just need to like do the little Google thing where it tells yeah. you how to pronounce it. I know. I'm like about to pull it up and just let everyone listen to it. Yeah. Um, but it's spelled B-A-K-U-C-H-I-O-L. So if anyone knows how to pronounce that, let us know. Um, but I know a lot of your products contain that correct did i or did i make that yeah. up? okay we we use it in our um plumping mask okay so could you share a yeah. little bit about what the difference between that and retinol is like i know retinol is a popular ingredient in a lot of skincare products mm-hmm. so could you share a little bit of the difference yeah so um this ingredient <laughs> just gonna call it that this ingredient that starts with a b is um known as a plant-based retinol alternative so it does a lot of the same things as retinol it accelerates mm-hmm. cell renewal it really works to improve the texture and texture and tightness of your skin reduces photo damage. Um, so it it has a lot of the same benefits, but it doesn't come with the risks that retinol does. Um, Mm. and I think the biggest risk is just the potential for increased photosensitivity or increased damage from the sun, Mm. which is a common, it's very common with anyone who uses, um, retinol products. Mm interesting when it comes to uh just even like the face and taking care of your face if you are you know acne prone or anything like that do your do your products contain tea tree oil because i know that that's kind of like a hot topic is tea tree oil can be helpful for acne what is your take on that and what is the best way to utilize that if you're going to i'd love to hear your thoughts yeah i think tea tree oil is amazing and we actually use it in we have a clarifying line of products and that consists of a soap a serum, a cream, and a mask. And we use tea tree in some of them. And we, we also use manuka, which is kind of like a cousin to tea tree. And that actually has much more powerful um, antibacterial properties than tea tree does. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I didn't know that. It's called manuka, you said? Yeah, manuka okay. essential oil. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'd love if you can share. I've been dying to ask this question. I'd love if you can share what your go-to skincare routine looks like. I know you said in the past you had, you know, struggled with acne and it sounds a lot like you've been able to resolve that now. But when it comes to maintenance and just maintaining a clear complexion and healthy skin, what does your go-to skincare routine look like as the creator of so many incredible skincare uh, products? <laughs> Yeah, so it changes often. And at Primally Pure, rather than talking about skin types, we always like to refer to them as skin states, Hmm. just because we're always kind of in motion, like as women, depending on where we're at in our cycle, or depending on what kind of a climate we live in, or our age or stress levels at the time, like, we're always kind of, we're always changing, things are always fluid. So I'm always just trying to reassess like what my skin needs at the moment. Mm-hmm. And so things change for me often, but there are a few things that are constant. So I kind of keep the bulk of my skincare routine at night. And that's just because I think it's a great transition from, you know, bedtime with the kids and kind of like all the hustle and bustle and dishes mm-hmm. and go, go, go mode mm-hmm. to like sleep sleepy time mode so Mm -hmm. that's kind of like that it acts as a transition for me Mm -hmm. during the evening and I think it's kind of the start of me like prepping my body for sleep and I really try to take time at that time to you know 
not just like slap the products on my face and call it a day, but Mm -hmm. just to really like breathe in the fragrances of the essential oils and enjoy that whole process. So I start with cleansing oil. For anyone who's not familiar with cleansing oil or the oil cleansing method, it is truly amazing and transformative. It's one of those things that made a big difference in the health of my skin. Hmm. Like I mentioned earlier, I was always using really harsh products to, in, a, in an attempt to rid my skin of any acne or pimples. And what that actually did was dry it out and then cause it to overproduce oil. And so when I adopted the oil cleansing method, which is based on the meth- the idea that like dissolves like, so rather than using soap to wash and cleanse your skin you're using oil to penetrate your skin and dissolve the oil and impurity impurities and grime that are building up in your pores Mm. so yeah you kind of massage that cleansing oil into your face and it smells so good it feels amazing Mm. and um, facial massage is also just really effective for reducing like buildup and stagnation Mm. in your lymphatic system and, and things like that and just allowing the the muscles to relax and so I I love doing that. And then I take a warm washcloth and I wipe off the cleansing oil and then I'll use our everything spray. I actually mm. use it as a toner. So I, I don't put the spray when we ship it, it has like a normal cap. And then we also include a spray cap. I don't, I don't usually use it with a spray cap. I just have the normal cap on there and then I'll dab some onto an organic cotton round and use that as a toner. And then I'll spritz on some. Oh, uh, so you don't spray it. You use it like on a cotton round. Yeah. Okay. That makes me feel better because that's sometimes how I do it. And I'm like, I'm probably doing this wrong. That's really reassuring. (laughs) Oh, no, not at all. No, maybe we should be more clear about that because I think that's the most, you can use it as a toner Mm -hmm. when you, um, you know, with a spray top, but Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot more effective to, to use it on a cotton round. Yeah. I think it would be helpful too for people to know like this is technically a can be used as a toner because I think that's what a lot yep. of people are like to do it. What do I need a spray for? That's really interesting. Right. Okay, carry on. Sorry yeah. I interrupted. I was just curious. <laughs> no, you're good. No, that's good feedback. Yeah, so I like to use that as a toner and then I'll follow that up with some, one of our face mists mm-hmm. and we have a plumping, a soothing and a clarifying mist. Um, gosh, I spent, we just kind of came out with these new skin specific facial skincare lines and I've been like I have so many testers in my bathroom like (laughs) oh my gosh dozens and dozens so I just kind of rotate between like my testers that I'm still I don't want to waste so Mm. I'm like still using the rest of them even though we've launched the products now so I I rotate between those three pumping soothing clarifying they all have different benefits and um I would say that like my goal is my skin I don't have a super specific skincare goal right now so I'm kind of rotating um and then after that, I will use one of our serums. Right now, I'm really loving our plumping serum. Mm-hmm. It has astaxanthin in it, which is an ingredient derived from red algae. It's a really powerful mm-hmm. antioxidant. So it's great for reducing free radical damage. And so, you know, with, with it still being summertime, I'm still out in the sun. Um, I mean, I, I try to get as much sun as I can because I think there's so many, the sun has so many healing benefits. Um, so I, I've been using that just to further protect my skin mm-hmm. from the sun during the summer. Huh. And then I've been using the baby balm as a moisturizer on top of that serum, kind of around my, mostly around my eye area and mm-hmm. kind of on my cheeks as well. Our, our baby balm is, in my opinion, just the most nourishing product that I've ever used anywhere. It's it's just so 
so good, so moisturizing. So it's really effective in preventing or reducing fine lines or anything, any kind of, you know, irritation, um, sensitivity, just so hydrating and, and nourishing. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what my, my skincare routine is right now at, at night. And then in the morning, a lot of times I'll just kind of splash water on my face. I don't necessarily go through the whole, I definitely don't, um, oil cleanse in the morning. I might use one of our bars of soap, just kind of do a quick wash if I feel like I need it. But a lot of times I'll just splash water on mm. and, and then I'll use one of our serums again, just it's kind of a light layer of moisture or even just a complexion. One of our um, face mists has a light layer of moisture. And sometimes I'll mask. If I mask, it's usually in the morning as I'm like making breakfast for the kids and stuff. I feel like that's always a, a good time to, to slap on a face mask. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I've been, um, I've been really loving the clarifying mask. That's been something I've been doing like twice a week and I love just that loved it. Yeah. It's really great. And I think you, maybe, maybe it has tea tree oil in it, but I could be making that. Up. Um, but I think I, it does. I, yeah, I think, I think it, it has tea tree and, and manuka. Yeah. Maybe. It's been great. I love it so much. One other question that I want to ask about, and then we'll wrap up is I know you guys at Primarily Pure often promote the practice of gua sha and dry brushing. Can you explain uh, what those are and what benefits they offer. Cause it's something that I'm learning about. I'd say it's something I've heard of, but not super familiar with. So I'm personally curious. And I think a lot of our listeners would be as well. Yes. Yeah. Life-changing techniques for sure. And they're different, but they do some of the same things. So I can talk about gua sha a little bit first. A lot of people call it like a natural alternative to Botox. Mm. Um, and it's a technique within traditional Chinese medicine it visibly rejuvenates the skin through light pulling and lifting massage motions using a smooth gemstone tool. So it works with the skin to support and optimize the body's own reparative functions by promoting lymphatic damage, calming the nervous system, relieving muscle tension and tightness and clearing congestion and buildup. So really for anyone, like no matter what your skin goals are, these are going to help you achieve them just because they do so much to improve the overall health of your skin that like whether your goal is to, you know, reduce wrinkles or um, eliminate acne or, or soothe any sensitivities, like this is going to be a really helpful technique. Hmm. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try that because that's something I've, my, her friends talk about and I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta give it a, I gotta give it a whirl at least just because I'm like, we have tutorials too on our Instagram and on our website too, I believe. Cause it's, it's definitely like a specific motions that, that mm-hmm. you want to do. And then with the dry brush, it, it can be a little bit less specific. And I, that one's like a really easy one to actually incorporate in the morning, just to like quickly wake your skin up and kind of reduce relieve some congestion but yeah gua sha in particular if done regularly and correctly can be a really powerful school to or tool to add to your your skincare playbook so interesting okay i'm gonna try it i'm excited i would love if you can share where our listeners can learn more from you more find these tutorials you mentioned it's on your instagram find your products give this a try maybe take the skin quiz i'd love if you can share all that information so that anyone who may be in a position where they're like i really need to improve my skin health or update my products and find something safer and just want to get started i'd love if they can uh just be directed to where they can learn more from you and and check out all that you have to offer yeah, I'd love to. Our website is primallypure.com and 
like Jordan mentioned, from there, you can take our skin quiz and that will kind of steer you in the right direction in terms of what products to start with, as well as helpful tips and lifestyle tips and information and things that you can do to improve the health of your skin from the inside out, as well as from the outside in. Hmm. And then um, our blog has amazing information on all of that stuff as well. That can be found through our website or by going to purelifeblog.com. And then on Instagram, we are at Primly Pure and we're pretty active on there as well. Awesome. Bethany, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for taking the time not only to create such a great skincare line that I personally love. I know plenty of my uh, community has heard me talk about it like crazy. I absolutely love it. It's been such a blessing (laughs) in my life, but also for everything that you've shared here from tips on looking for ingredients and reading labels to finding, you know, what works for you and understanding your skin and all of that. It's been so fascinating and so helpful. I truly appreciate everything that you've shared and all that you're doing. Oh, thank you so much, Jordan. I'm such a big fan of yours as well. And just appreciate all of the support you've shown us over the years and just appreciate all the other content you share in general. And I'm really so happy to hear that our products have made a difference for you. Yes. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.